you just need to be more confident. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before, but I always found it kind of annoying because <laughs> I always thought, no shit, Sherlock. I think I would totally be more confident if it was easy as just being more confident or or clicking a button, <laughs> right? So if you've ever heard that before and you never knew what to do with that advice and you want practical ways to be more confident, you're going to enjoy this short episode here. So what's going on, Jason Bay? Welcome to Blissful Prospecting. If you haven't heard this podcast before, I'm on a mission to help reps and sales teams turn complete strangers into paying customers. So we talk about outbound on this podcast, so cold calling, cold email. We talk about selling, discovery demos. We talk about mindset stuff. We talk about productivity sort of everywhere in between. And this is part of a series that I'm doing on the recession. So I think one of the big things right now is you need to be able to maintain your own confidence so that you can instill that confidence in your prospects and your buyers. My good friend, Todd Capone, who I feel like I've been talking about a lot on the podcast lately, he says that confidence breeds confidence. Couldn't have said it better myself. So we need to be confident so that buyers are confident and they will believe in us. So I got 11 actionable ways that you can build your sales confidence. Number one, commit to activity targets. So dials, emails, that sort of thing. And then follow through with them. This one's super simple. My friend Marcus Chan calls this the confidence bank account. There's something really awesome. I use a app called Way of Life. And all it is is a simple habit tracker that I can check something off if I did it. Did I work out today? Yes. Did I go on a walk today? Yes. Did I do uh, low carb, which is something I'm working on? Yes. You know what's really cool is when I can look back and see all of the days in a row or weeks in a row or at some point years in a row that I've been following through with the things that I said I was going to do. So commit to those activity targets and keep track. Keep a checklist going of, I said I was going to make 50, uh, between email and phone, 50 activities per day as a full uh, cycle sales rep. And I did it. I can look back through months and months and months of me following through on the thing that I said that I was going to do. Breeds confidence. Number two, tally up every commitment I follow through with into a running list. And that's sort of a continuation on that first one. I'm going to tally every single thing that I came up with. So find either a spreadsheet or way of life is a great one. There's a ton of apps on this. However you decide to track, it could be a whiteboard in front of you, like I have in front of me, where you check things off as I complete them so I can create this identity of, I say that I'm going to do things and I actually do them. Number three, commit to never showing up to a meeting unprepared. I interviewed Henry Shuck on the podcast, which I highly recommend that you check out. He's a CEO at Zoom Info. And one of the things he is relentless about that I took away from that episode and learned from him is preparation. He said that just about everything you hear him talk about, either in a sales call, in a meeting, in a piece of content, he's rehearsed that out loud. He's practiced it out loud prior to doing that. So make a commitment that you will never show up to a meeting unprepared. When you spend just 15 minutes even preparing for a sales call, there's confidence in that, right? I'm showing up. I'm trying to anticipate how this call is going to go, what these people are going to say. Do this with internal meetings too. 
Number four, commit to never winging your day or week and always planning in advance. A keystone habit that I've had since my very first sales job at 18, going door-to-door selling house painting services while going to college full-time, is for 15 minutes at the end of the week or the beginning of the next week, I plan that week. So I spend 15 minutes. For me, it's on Mondays. And it probably actually takes more about half hour for me these days to plan my week. It's the very first thing that I'll do before I start any work. I just plan the week. And then for five minutes at the end of every day or the beginning of the next day, I quickly look and see what I have scheduled that day. That's it. There's so much confidence that I have going into the week and going into the day because I know that to the best of my ability, I've tried to engineer a perfect week. Number five, find two peers and one mentor who believes in you. I think it's super important. A lot of us work in places, and I hear this from a lot of reps, where there isn't really people on their team that can push them or people that believe in them. So if it's not on your team, look elsewhere. There's tons of people in the sales community on LinkedIn if you just put a post out saying that you're looking for accountability buddies. A mentor is super important too. One of my big mentors that I've shared before is a guy named Anthony Iannarino. Wrote a bunch of my favorite books. One called Eat Their Lunch, which is about competitive displacement in sales, which is a very good book. I recommend going and picking it up. And he just released uh, advanced selling strategies as well. But since meeting him, you know, he's 10, 15 years ahead of me in my career journey, doing what I want to be doing <laughs> in 10 or 15 years, you know? And having someone like that that can help you and that believes in you, is, it just has done so much for my confidence. So make sure to find two peers and one mentor who believe in you. Number six, cut out the assholes who don't believe in you. So if there are people in your personal or professional life that do not believe in you and are not your biggest fan when something goes well, cut them out. We don't need any negativity, no crabs in a bucket type of situation. Cut out the negativity. Seven, spend 15 to 30 minutes every day leveling up your skills learning and practicing. So spend the first 15 minutes of your day or 15 minutes before call block and just role play. If you got someone on your team you can do it with, that's that's ideal. If there's a peer or a friend that you have in sales that you can do this type of thing with, every day I want to do some sort of practice. And worst case, I do it myself. I'm literally, my permission-based opener, my cold calls. Hey, David, Jason with Blissful Prospecting. I know I probably caught you in the middle of something, but you got a minute for me to tell you what I'm calling. And you can let me know if you want to keep chatting. I'm going to rehearse that, practice that. I'm going to practice handling objections, like practice, just like a sport. That breeds confidence. Eight, ask for one thing that scares you every day. So in a sales call or a cold call, if you feel a little bit of hesitation on asking something for you that you want, so that could be asking for the meeting in a cold call, It could be asking for the sale in a sales call. It could be asking for an introduction. It could be the multi-threading part. Whatever it is, do something that scares you in that call. I want to build a tolerance for doing things that are uncomfortable. Nine, keep a list of every win a customer has shared with you and review it often. Anytime a customer shares any kind of testimonial or win, or positive feedback, I'm going to save all that stuff. I'm going to look back at it. I do this a lot with my testimonials. 10 is a continuation of this one. Make an email folder called wins where you save positive feedback. 
Review that often. That could be feedback from your boss. It could be screenshots of Slack messages. It could be whatever. Positive stuff that reinforces, again, this identity of I get shit done. I do what I say I'm going to do. I'm good at my job. Lastly, number 11, commit to positive self-talk. There's one thing that I took away from all of the time that I've been doing therapy, which has been, I think, four or five years now, is how you talk about yourself and the perspective and how you look at what you do and how you judge yourself. It's everything, you know? So saying stuff like I suck versus I'm learning, I suck reinforces this identity of I am lower than other people. I'm not good at what I do. I'm learning reinforces an identity of this beginner's mindset where I'm always learning, always getting better. Work on your self-talk. You don't suck. You're just learning. All right. I'm not terrible at this. It's no, I'm just getting started and I'm learning how to be better. I'm practicing, right? So confidence is a muscle and just like muscles, you don't gain them overnight. So just commit to getting a little bit better at this every day. And I guarantee in a year, you'll be a completely different person. So hope you enjoyed those tips for today. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I would love a quick review or rating on those platforms as well so we can get some more folks listening to it. And that's all I got for you today. We'll see you next episode. 